radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? A huge success. Ladies, I trust all of you who are mothers had such a beautiful Mother's Day weekend. Um, I certainly did, and I pray for all of those who are mothers around the world who have the challenge and the honor and the blessing of birthing another human being. You know, when you think about birth and when you think about birthing a human being, it's just such an awesome thing that we were the the beings that were chosen to do that. And I certainly consider it an honor. I had such a beautiful weekend with my daughter and her boyfriend and his mom and my husband. And then, you know, we honored my husband's mom. I thought about my mom, who is no longer on this side of the world. Uh, She's transitioned uh, a few years back. But I thought about her and and grateful to um, just have been born through her and the fact that I got a chance to really be such good friends with my mom um, before she passed away. And that was something that I always wanted. Uh, I wanted to be not just her daughter, but I wanted to be her friend. And so I'm so excited that we had that opportunity for maybe the last 10 years of her life to really get close. I began, as a full-grown woman myself, began to understand that as women, we all go through so much, right? We're dealing with our own emotions. We're dealing with our own human growth. We're dealing with our decisions and the consequences that come from those decisions in life. And then we have these little ones that we birth, and they um, become part of us, and yet separate from us that we are responsible for. And so, you know, as you begin to mature and you begin to have your own children, you begin to um, experience the the journey of being a mom, uh, then you begin to understand your own mother and why your mother did what she did or said what she said. And so it became with me and my mom. I began to understand why she was strict sometimes, why she said what she said. Um, And I just think that at the end of the day, motherhood, Just being able to give the gift of life to another human being, it has to be probably the most out of all of the things that we can accomplish, out of all of the things that we can do in this world. It has to be one of the most top most incredible miracles on earth that are happening second by second every single day. So big shout out to all moms. Um, Thank you so much for making decisions to be a mom. And a big shout out to all of those aunts 
who took the place of a mom or all of those who have adopted children, you are included right in there proving the fact that it doesn't require blood relation to be a mom. And so, again, it was just such a beautiful weekend, had such a great time. I talked to so many people. Uh, I got texts from so many people, uh, got much love from my my family. And so, again, it's just a wonderful thing uh, to be included amongst mothers. Such a beautiful gift from God. Um, I certainly hope, again, that all of you had a wonderful weekend as well, either recognizing those who are special in your life or being recognized as well. Well, here we are on a new week, right? And we are in the second week of May, and so much goes on during the month of May. Um, You know, first of all, we're here in the springtime uh, of the year. But in addition to that being the springtime of the year, it's like almost the middle of the year, right? And there are so many things that we need to, to think about as businesswomen and owners. We, we really need to begin to focus, right? Because there were so many goals that we had at the beginning of the year, uh, starting in January, and then we were supposed to implement many of those goals, those strategies, those things that we wanted to accomplish, those things that we wanted to do. And then when we go back and we look at the checklist, when we look at everything, we realize that we maybe um, maybe didn't accomplish what we had hoped. And here we are, you know, in the fifth month of the year. And so the one thing that I do want to remind all of you, which I think is so very, very important, is that the only reason you should be reflecting back on the past, and you know the past could be just an hour ago, right? But the only reason you should be reflecting back on the past and looking at what you didn't do, what has not been accomplished, is not so that you can be hard on yourself and take yourself down this spiraling road of stress or depression, Um, you know, just really going through the woe is me, I didn't do this, I'm a failure. That's totally not who you should be. That's certainly not what we advocate here on Successful Woman Radio. But you should be reflecting on the past for one very important reason, and that is so that you can learn from the past, so that you can identify the triggers that caused you to make a decision that led to you not accomplishing your goal. You've got to understand why you do the things you do. Why are you making wrong decisions? Why are you not, you know, moving forward at a faster pace? What is the problem, right? And so, again, today, we're going to continue on with the theme, okay, which is very important, Clarity and consistency. Last week, we we um, debuted the theme, clarity and consistency, um, you know, two very important keys to your success. And this week, we are going to be talking about committing to clarity. Yeah, your commitment to clarity. Exactly what does that mean? And so I'm very, very excited about this topic because it is one topic 
that I think as businesswomen, we, somebody has to tell the truth about clarity and consistency, right? Somebody has to get real with you about why you're not seeing things happen at a faster pace, what's going on, why do you keep going on and on. You know, we've got to be up close upfront and personal about this thing we call clarity, right? And so today we're going to talk about commitment to clarity. Why is it that some um, entrepreneurs are finding it difficult to make a commitment to clarity? What's going on there, right? And we're going to give you some keys, some things that we think will help you and getting clearer on your business, who you are, what you're trying to do. And so I'm very, very excited about that. So come on into the show, ladies. Get yourself comfortable. You know, take out your notepad and get ready to receive information that you are going to be able to put to use in your business right away every day. I want to thank all of the individuals that have been emailing me saying, hey, I just started listening to the show. I'm so enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And as always, all of my longtime listeners, you know, I've got Tia, Tamika, Alicia, um, Betty, Cheryl out of New Jersey. Uh, I've got so many people that are longtime listeners. It's got to be hundreds of people. So please forgive me if I'm not calling out, out your name. Um, the names that I've called out are just people that I know personally that will text me, remind me, um, make sure that I realize that I'm on mute or make sure I realize that I, people can't hear me, the something's going on technically. And I just am so appreciative of all of the people um, who continue to do that. And so again, our theme all this month is clarity and consistency. And um, I'm going to be really nailing down and targeting the topic, committing to clarity. Because as I began to ask myself, uh, Coach Trina, why aren't people uh, clear on their business? What's the problem? Why aren't they getting where they need to be? And if they even have gotten to a certain level of success, why aren't they now moving on to another level of success, right? Because as you know, the top of one level is just the bottom of the next, right? And so we could never get comfortable in, um, you know, accomplishing our goals. We must continue to fight the good fight, right? We must continue to move forward. So I'm so excited about this topic, and I hope that all of you who are listening to the show this month, I truly hope that you're not just listening, but that you're taking notes and talking about with yourself what you should be taking action on, okay? Very, very important. We've got five new questions of business leadership coming up in just a moment. And of course, this month, I'll be reading excerpts to you from the book by Dr. Miles Monroe, Living with Purpose, Devotions for Discovering Your God-Given Potential. Again, Living with Purpose, Devotions for Discovering Your God-Given Potential. And today, for those of you that may have the book or plan on adding it to your uh, success club, I'm going to be reading from page 43, Go For It. And I'll be reading that 
shortly as well. And of course, I'll be ending the show today as we talk about committing to clarity, some of the things that you need to really take note of and, and really, um, really pay close attention to as you look at getting clear and consistent with your business. So ladies, let's go ahead and get started with five new questions of leadership. Number one, what's your functionality today? Um, how did you wake up this morning, ladies? What seems to be your functionality thus far? Are you a procrastinator or are you an action taker, right? Now, I'm keeping it transparent. I have to tell you, I woke up this morning and I just had a feeling that I did not want to work today. I I, I felt like I didn't want to um, do a lot of paperwork or think about a lot. I felt like I just wanted to be and just relax, right? But, you know, sometimes you can't always do that. Maybe it's because I had such a fun weekend. Um, but I, I quickly talked to myself and I quickly uh, started repeating some affirmations, preparing my mindset for greatness. The next thing I knew, I no longer felt that way. I felt like I had things I had to forge ahead with and things I had to get done for today. And so that is what you all need to be doing. You know, some, some days you're not going to wake up every day, you know, ready to, to just start the day in a very proactive uh, manner. Some days you're going to wake up not feeling like you want to do much, but just kind of go back to bed or just relax or not do any work at all. And I know many of you are probably shaking your head saying, yes, girl, yes, girl. I know exactly, honey, what you feel. Well, yes, because we all feel that way sometimes, some of us more than others. But how do we combat that? You know, how how do you get yourself out of a procrastinating mode? Well, you do it by talking to yourself, just like you would talk to your child or you would talk to a good friend. You know, you have to say, girl, honey, put your big girl panties on. This is not a time to procrastinate. This is a time to seize the day. And you have to make a decision to become the queen of action, of course, to become an action taker, because when you... Put the right actions into place for yourself, you're always going to get the right results, right? You're going to get some good results. And so, you know, again, I just want to remind all of you is that you have the choice of what your functionality is going to be. You keep working through it. And the one thing that I know about procrastination, that how do you get procrastination to flee from your mind, to flee from you to the point to where you begin to feel some kind of energy? Well, the key, the answer uh, in, in pushing past procrastination is the same answer in pushing past fear. It's the same answer to pushing past challenges, right? And that is take action. Take swift and immediate action, right? This is why we all have to have that right kind of belief. And so, again, hopefully you have made the choice to be an action taker today, to become a queen of action, and to do the things you need to do to get on track for yourself and your business. Number two, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week and month? Are you on target. I have a confession to make. I'm not on target with my sales. Oh my gosh. Where have I been? What's going on, Trina? Well, 
I had to really go back and say, okay, I need to get myself back on track with my cash flow analysis, right? Whenever I feel that I'm not on target with my sales goals, that I uh, I need to get back on track. I thought I was. I thought I was on target. I'm making money, making good money, I would say, as, as, as the quote goes. However, I'm not on target. So I've got to go back and look at the cash flow analysis. I've got to go back and evaluate. Remember, the only reason we go back is to evaluate so that we can become better and learn, right? So I've got to go and take a look at that and see why I am not on track. What did I take my attention off of? What what was I not consistent on? So I have to go take a look at that. So again, this is a very important question that you have to ask yourself. And of course, if you're not on target, then one of the things that you have to do is the net is, is there's another very um, uh, common question to that. Why not? Why are you not on target? You need to go and discover that. Why are you not on target? Why you're not making the money that you want to make in your business? Or why are you not making more of it, right? You might have some sales going on, but why you're not making the sales goals that you had purpose for yourself? Number three, what offers do you need to create to reach your target sales goals? Because here's the thing. You know, it would be great if we just called up a thousand people and said, well, you, I need you to buy this. And they say, yes, or I need you to retain my services. And they all say, yes, and great. I've reached my target goals for the year, but it doesn't work that way, right? No, not at all. We have to first begin to develop a, a following of individuals that like the service or the product that we have, right? We have to make sure that we are within the uh, right target market, that we are targeting the right group of people, that we have the right people following us, and that we're not wasting all of our time talking to this wrong group of people who probably would never buy or purchase. That doesn't make sense, right? And so with that said, this is why I think it's so very, very important for us to ask ourselves, what offers do I need to create to reach my target audience? The offer that I'm talking about is, is usually something that is compelling. It could be a deep discount. It could be a free offer, but it's something that is relevant to your product or your service, and it helps an individual to understand the value proposition of what you're offering right? And it piques their interest. It sparks their interest and gets them to click on looking at your product and your service or requesting a consultation or, you know, registering for a free webinar, what have you. And so it's so important to look at what offers do you need to create. And again, it doesn't matter whether you are a speaker, a writer, a coach, you make jewelry, um, you, um, Bake desserts. You have, uh, you know, you have a commercial uh, brick and mortar business. It doesn't matter. There always has to be something that is going to attract your target audience to what you have, so that they begin to have a peaked interest. And when they have a peaked interest, that means their minds are open to you uh, presenting something that is of value for sale. And then at that point 
you can have the opportunity to also close the sale. So you need to pay closer attention to this question, and you need to pay closer, closer attention to the offers. Here's number four. Is your marketing strategy in place? Now, this question is very important and was selected to be amongst the top five new questions of leadership that I am asking. And the reason why is because without marketing, there really cannot be results. And without results, you really cannot have sales, you can't have a business, right? And so there are four key areas in the marketing arena that I want you to pay close attention to as you are developing a strategy for, for your business. That is social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos. Again, social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos. Listen, listen up. Ladies, I really, for those of you who have yet to create a marketing strategy, girl, you need to just, I don't know, can you take the phone to your ear because I really need you to hear me. Listen, you've got to have a marketing strategy. Now, what is, you know, what, what is a strategy? Is this just a cute little word? No, it's a word to describe a combination of methodologies. It's a word to describe the techniques and how you are going to get others to listen to what you have to say. It's going to be how you get to pique the interest of others, how you are going to attract all of the individuals who are your target audience, how are you going to attract them to what it is that you have to offer? And so the strategy is going to be your blueprint. It's going to be your written, your written blueprint for you to follow. And the reason why the strategy is so important is because I think in, in, measure, in success, all successes and business needs to be measured. It's how you, when you are able to measure yourself, it is how you improve. It's how you enhance. It's how you take your business to the next level. That's why in many large corporations, they have, you know, a trickle-down effect with the hierarchy of the office structure. You know, you have your laborers, your worker bees, right, all of those people who are you know, uh, daily uh, receiving directions and guidance on what needs to be done. You have your managers, you have your junior managers, your senior managers, your, um, then you have your directors, right? And then you have director one, two, or three, and then you have your vice presidents who are over departments right? And in every department, there's a laborer, uh, there is a manager, there is a, uh, a director, there is a vice president over everyone. And oh, I forgot there between labor and manager, there's a supervisor, right? And then, you know, in, in the company, over the vice president might be a president, right? The vice president might be over a department. The president might be over a division. And then you have the COO, chief operating officer, who's over all divisions. And then you have the CEO, the chief executive officer that is at the helm um, of the company itself. And so, you know, I talk about these hierarchies. I talk about all of this to help you better understand 
that these large corporations that are successful and have been successful for years, I think those of us who are solo entrepreneurs, those of us who are small business owners, listen, we can learn and glean so much. We don't even have to pay for a lot of what we can learn. We can learn so much from the larger corporations, and then um, we can shorten it and bring it down to our level and be able to then scale up to where we need to be. And so we need to understand that large corporations develop strategies. They have quarterly retreats. They have measuring tools. They have goals. They have things that they're trying to do because of one reason and one reason only. It works. It works. Business has not changed throughout hundreds of years, right? It has not changed. The words may have changed. We may hear the words uh, funnel. That seems to be a huge buzzword going on. I need a funnel. I need a I can't tell you how many clients keep telling me that they need a funnel. Honey, before you even have a funnel, you need a marketing strategy. You need a marketing plan, right? And so this is the thing that you need to understand about marketing overall. You need to not only have a marketing plan, but within the plan is your strategy, your blueprint as to how you're going to be consistent in marketing your business. Now you have something with which to measure. And whatever doesn't work, after you have tried it for a period of time, that might be 90 days, you can throw it out and adopt something else and keep tweaking until you get the results that you are looking for. But you can't get results until you've laid the foundation. And that foundation in marketing is you need to have a strategic plan. You need to have your tools in place. And you, as the CEO, the owner, needs to have clarity on why you are marketing this way and making sure that you have the right target audience, right, the right target customer or client. And that's what's so very, very important. So don't just hear me talk about marketing strategy and don't just say in your mind, oh, yeah, 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 it's good. Uh, Coach Trina is really right. Uh, that's what I need, a marketing strategy. Yeah, I got to get a marketing strategy. And where a lot of you are going wrong is you'll, you, you agree with me, you concur, you understand, right? And you're probably shaking your head in agreement right now. But the problem is, is that you think you can do it by yourself. When you don't have a success um, tool in place for marketing, or you have not achieved yet some success in your marketing or seen results from what you've been doing for the last few months or few, few years, right? And so I'm, I'm not a marketing expert. I'm here to let you all know that right now. I'm not a marketing expert, but I can get you on your way to developing what I would consider a marketing one-on-one strategy so that you can then go to someone who is an expert in marketing and be able to enhance and even grow more from your one-on-one strategy, right? So I think it's very, very important for you to understand that at the helm of your business, at the core of everything that you do, without the marketing strategy, you will not succeed. Okay, and I am not trying to, um, I am not trying to disappoint anyone. I just want you to understand. 
understand, girlfriend, is that there is a way that the game of business is played. And if you keep bucking the system, if you keep ignoring the system, then the system will keep ignoring you. And that's just the, that's just the way it is. Here's number five, last but not least, in the five new questions of leadership, right? On a scale of one to ten, what's your belief level, right? And we've talked about this, you know. Can you measure belief? Well, I think you know kind of how you feel. I think you know the truth about how you feel about certain things, right? We've talked about belief. Belief is based on emotions, thoughts, habits um, that have emotions that have been repeated so often that they form an opinion one way or the other. That's a belief, right? But some of us have the of belief, the wrong belief supporting our businesses. Some of us have the wrong beliefs and even supporting our personal lives, right? And so there there are beliefs that are false. There are beliefs that are not true. And there are beliefs that are not life enhancing or business enhancing. They take away from you instead of adding to you. You've got to make sure that you have unshakable faith, a level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take switch and immediate action on all of your dreams and goals, on all that you do, whatever you come up with. If it, if it warrants you giving it attention, then you're immediately going to take action on that, right? I think that's so very important, okay? So remember, your belief level is tied directly to your action. So if you say you believe you can become a millionaire and yet you're not taking actions towards it, and you've been you've been believing it, then perhaps you're believing it for someone else and not necessarily for yourself, right? And so you've got to get to a level of belief for yourself for sure. Very, very important. There you have it, ladies, five new questions of leadership. You know, in order to become the right kind of leader, you first got to um, develop yourself. You first got to lay the foundation for your own business, right? You can't lead people where you're not willing to go. Right? Right? Absolutely. And so you've got to be the best leader that you can possibly be. And the way you become that best leader is indeed by making sure that you are being a responsible business owner and that you are doing what you need to do for your business. Which reminds me, as we finish up with these five new questions of leadership for today, I want to remind everybody about the importance of saying no. Okay, um, you cannot say yes to every good thing. Y'all know I've t- told you so many times that my grandma, um, you know, she used to tell me this all the time. Um, you know, I used to listen to those words and not necessarily know what that meant. She used to say, uh, Tina, you can't say yes to every good thing. Wow. Boy, oh boy, was that the truth. You cannot say yes to every good thing. It would be so wonderful uh, for us to say yes and all of the things that people are offering us. And sometimes as women, we have to be extra careful because for those of us who are talkative, we love great conversations. We've got bubbly personalities. We love helping other people. Um, We get excited about other movements, other activities. It's so easy for someone to say, well, why don't you come and help with this and for you to just kind of take the focus off of what you were um, considering a priority and and somehow transition it into a priority and focus on somebody else's stuff, and, and, and it moves you further away from what you were trying to do, right? And so if that is happening to anyone at this time, 
This is what you have to do. You, it, to thine own self be true, you have to back up, and no matter how far in you've gotten to that yes with that other person or that other group or who, whatever it might be, you're going to have to go back and say, I'm so sorry. I know that I said yes, but honestly, I did not count the cost of the um investment of time that was going to be required. And I want to be of excellence in everything that I do, so I'm not going to be able at this time to continue on with my commitment with this, okay? And yes, it might you might say, oh, but that's going to be so embarrassing that I've got to go and say I'm not going to be able to do it after all, or I'm going to be so embarrassed. No, you're going to have to just what yeah absolutely. <laughs> someone just just text her to me put on your big girl panties absolutely you're gonna have to put on your big girl panties and you're just gonna have to say I'm sorry but I know I've been involved with this for a little while I know I'm so sorry I I don't have a replacement for myself no but I'm not gonna be able to continue to do it and so again uh, that that was the hoot it came right at the right time someone text me and, uh, who's listening that said, you're going to have to put on your big girl panties. Yes, girl. Cheryl in New Jersey, I've got to call you out. Yes, baby, you, you, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> you've got to put on your big girl panties and you've just got to go back. And even though you made that commitment, commitments are don't always have to um, continue on. Sometimes it does, it does hurt us and it stings us. Um, a little bit to have to go back and say no to something that we've already said yes to. But I want to encourage all of you who are listening, and maybe I'm liberating some of you who are listening to the show today. Um, I want you to think about all the things that you've said yes to and how you don't want to feel embarrassed about it or you don't want people to think that you're a flake or you don't want people to devalue who you are because you're going to, you, you need to say no. So therefore you keep holding on to the yes and keep doing it. And at the same time, you're not really focusing on the things you should be focusing on. Y'all know, y'all know Coach Trina's going to keep it real with you as I keep it real with myself, right? I'm learning as I'm teaching you, I'm learning as well. So you got to start saying no. And the first thing that I want to say is that one of the ways to really prevent yourself from getting involved in fun and exciting things or things that you think are important when you know that you've already committed your uh, time to your business and yourself and things that have got to get done in other, in other areas is to not answer yes or no right away. You've got to you've got to get in your quiet space and count the cost. And you've got to be able to do that. And most of the time it's going to be, boy, that sure sounds good, but I just can't get myself involved again um, in something that's taking me away from the my business. I can't get myself involved. And so, again, I want to encourage you, you got to start saying no to a lot of things, ladies, because, um, it, yes, it stings. Yes, it hurts when you have to pull away. Um, from something that you've committed to, but you have to do what you have to do, okay? And so, again, for those of you that maybe I'm liberating somebody today uh, in saying that, but this has been my experience on a few things that I've had to pull away from recently, and I thought that I would just come out and share that with you because it was on my heart. Somebody, Somebody's spirit must be touching minds this morning, and I needed to let you know you need to say no 
You need to move away from it and do those things that you need to do to focus on on making your business a success, right? Be the responsible CEO that you're supposed to be. So very, very important. I want to go ahead right now and go right into reading you an excerpt from the book, Living with Purpose, Devotions for Discovering Your God-Given Potential. Hey, look, you know, if you have a chance, just Go on Amazon, pull up Dr. Miles Monroe, and look at all the incredible books that he has written. Um, I have several of his books. One that that, uh, sticks out quite frequently to me is his book about vision, Um, such a powerful, powerful book. And then recently I bought his book, this that I'm reading to you now, Living with Purpose, such an excellent book. So I'm reading from page 43. Go for it. He starts off with a scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10, for those of you that are uh, wanting to keep up and read this. And this verse in, in chapter 9, verse 10 of Ecclesiastes says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the grave where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. He says, I am convinced that our creator never intended for us to be normal, that is, to get lost in the crowd of the norm. This is evidenced by the fact that among the 5.8 billion people on this planet, no two individuals are alike. Their fingerprints, genetic code, and chromosome combinations are all distinct and unique. In reality, God created all people to be original, but we continue to become copies of others. Too often, we are so preoccupied with trying to fit in that we never stand out. You were designed to be distinctive, special, irreplaceable, and unique, so refuse to be normal. Go beyond average. Do not strive to be accepted. Rather, strive to be yourself. Shine the minimum. Pursue the maximum. Utilize all your functions. Maximize yourself. Use yourself up for the glory of your creator. I admonish you, die empty, die fulfilled by dying unfulfilled right? This book is written for the normal person who wishes to exceed the norm. It is for the ordinary individual who has determined to be extraordinary. It is for the individual just like you who knows that somewhere deep inside, there is still so much you have not realized. So much yet to do. So much left to expose. So much to maximize. Live life with all your might. Give it all you have. Do it until there is nothing left to do because you have become all you were created to be, done all you were designed to do, and given all you were sent to give. Be satisfied with nothing less than your best. How incredible is that, right? How incredible is that? Go for it. In other words, the only person who's holding you back, honey, from doing something quite incredible in your life, which is whatever you purpose to be, is you. Sometimes in our lives, we're so stuck on on waiting for our purpose. We're so stuck on thinking that our purpose is going to be something so divine that falls through the air and slaps us 
that we don't realize that when we were born, we were the purpose right? We are purpose, meaning we are God's purpose to be a living testimony that we can live a life fulfilled. We can live a life of abundance and wealth, not only of financial and physical things, but that we can live a life here on this earth with a wealth of spirituality, with a wealth of mental well-being, right? And so this is what you need to understand. You don't need anybody's permission to be wealthy. You don't need anybody's permission to be successful. You don't need anybody's permission to get started because you already received that when you were born into this world. When you breathed the breath of life for the first time, that was your authority. That was your validation. That was your permission to live a most powerful, a most incredible life. And girl, I'm here to let you know, you better start living each day as though it were your last. You better start waking up with joy in your heart. You better start waking up with purpose of mind. You better start waking up preparing your mindset for greatness, right? Because you can have whatever it is that you purpose to do because you are purpose. You are purpose. You are here to be a living testimony to, to the glory of the creator of the universe, to the creator of the world, to the creator of this earth. And so whatever you purpose to do, know that there is always a way to do it. But in order for you to have the things that you want, in order for you to experience the things that you want, in order for you to bless those that you want to bless, it starts with you having unshakable faith. It starts with you believing so deeply in who you are and who you were created by that you are ready to take that swift and immediate action on all of the things that come to mind. Not everything that you do is always going to be successful, is always going to give you the right result, right? It's okay. Make up in your mind, resolve right now that not everything is always going to give you what you're looking for, but that you won't know until you try it, right? So very, very important. But you must do it with structure. You must do it having clarity. You must do it with focus. And that which you commit to, make sure your yeses are truly that. Make sure it's really something that is priority to you. Make sure that it is something that is based on your goals, that's relevant to your goals, right? Stop trying so hard to help everybody else, but you're not helping yourself. Stop doing that, and it's time for you to look in the mirror and get up close and personal and real with yourself because this year, you will be successful. You will be able to have a measure of success. You will be able to experience some of your goals being accomplished. You will be able to take yourself to another level. That is, if you want to. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to move forward on the things that are important to you, to start saying no to the things that might sound important to others but are not relevant to what it is that you need to get done. 
See, this is why every Sunday you have to look at your calendar and you have to make a decision as to whether or not all of the activities going on that you scheduled in your calendar, whether or not they are important and relevant to your goal for the week, right? Because if not, Friday will get here and you will not have accomplished those goals. You will not have you will not have um, made even a dent into some of the things that you thought you would be able to do. And so I really want you guys to understand that. This is why this month I am talking all about clarity and consistency. Why? Because so many people have shared with me that they have not accomplished their goals. Some have shared with me that they have heard me talk about the year before, you know, uh, coming up with the business goals that you wanted to have for the new year, and they have shared with me that they didn't even come up with their business goals. They don't have direction. They're not quite sure where they want to go. And so with that said, I just want to encourage all of you, the goal here is not to look in the past to be hard on yourself and to be unforgiving with yourself, but the goal, quite simply, is to always look where you've come from so that you can learn from your mistakes, from your decisions that didn't necessarily yield the right result. So you've got to go back. You've got to ask yourself, why is it that I procrastinated? Why is it that I'm not where I need to be? Why is it that I keep doing the same thing over and over again? Why do I keep getting the same results? Why do I keep doing different things and getting the same results, right? You've got to start asking yourself that question, and then you've got to get out of that race and jump over into another race that is going the path of the right direction. You've got to do that. And sometimes it requires just talking with someone else who's been there, done that. This is why I always offer you the Power Talk. The Power Talk is just a 30 to 45-minute coaching session, the real deal. Uh, it's $150 value actually now. And so you get that 30 to 45-minute time with me where I'm really going to Try my very best to feel your spirit, to look at where you're trying to go, and then give you ideas, give you uh, ways that you can get on a better path of accomplishing some of the things that you want to see. So we can brainstorm, we can talk, you can let me know about challenges, we can talk about why you're not getting clear on your business, right? And the key is, the key here is that, listen, you've got to bust the move. Uh, it is the fifth month of this year, and we've got to see results, right, because we don't want to get to December and not have accomplished the goals that we have purposed for our business, and this is so very key. It is uh, 45, 12.45, uh, 15 minutes before the hour of one. Don't hang up. Don't switch off because I still want to go ahead and share with you committing to clarity, okay? Committing to clarity. And we're going to do that in just a few minutes. Um, I've had a few people that have texted me and asked me if I would be um, announcing when the next Woman of Worth Challenge is going to be. So I want to let you know that we're actually going to start that next week, the 16th. That's Monday the 16th through Friday the 20th. Again, Monday the 16th through Friday the 20th. I will be sending out info about it early this week, um, but we will be doing another Woman of Worth Challenge. 
the 16th through uh, Friday the 20th. And so go ahead and just mark your calendar, okay? Go ahead and mark your calendar. Block that time off. I will be coming into the Woman of Worth group on Facebook at around 10 a.m. So again, go ahead and mark your calendar for 10 a.m. from Monday the 16th through Friday the 20th, and I will come online um, and do a live overview each day. And then um, the whole purpose of Woman of Worth, again, is not to say that you don't have worth. It's to say that you need to recognize your worth. Recognize your worth and realize, right, that you can be the queen of your own empire. God has given each of us the opportunity. We just heard from the book Living with Purpose is that each of us have our own DNA. Each of us have uh, our own makings. We are originals, right? We are. There is no other copy of us anywhere on this earth. We are originals. And so, therefore, each of us can have our own empire. And we get to decide what we want to put in that empire. And that is what the... Um, Worthy challenge is is really all about. So mark your calendar um, from the 16th through the 20th of May. That's Monday the 16th through Friday the 20th. And I'm so excited. Um, I'll be sharing some new things with you also this month. So for those of you who continue to participate in the challenge um, thus far this year, please mark your calendar and get ready to hear some new things as well. Thank you guys so much for continuing to remind me and ask me about Woman of Worth. Uh, So very, very excited about that movement within Women About Biz. Um, I'm going to go ahead right now and move on into committing to clarity. Um, First, let me just say, last week, as we revealed our theme for the month of May, clarity and consistency, the two keys, uh, to two uh, valuable keys to success, um, I covered five areas that I felt would really help you to understand why you need clarity and consistency and um, five things that you needed to do to start getting clearer, right? I want to give you those five things again, and then I'll go into committing to clarity. Uh, The five things were know your industry, okay? Get in the know. In other words, a lot of people don't know their industry. They don't know their business industry. They've not really did a deep dive and did some research into their industry to really get to know it, um, which is one reason they may not be clear. Number two was, you know, develop a strategy and system, right? You've got to have a strategy and a system if you're talking about getting clear because we all are are in a divine system. This world, this universe, our bodies all work in a system. Number three, tools and resources needed to take action. You know, you need to have the right kind of tools and resources and you need to figure out what those are that will help facilitate you moving in the right the right direction to be clear, right? And stay consistent. Number 4 is that you've got to understand your role as the CEO of your business and you know that that was at a point when I said if you don't even have your position description written then um that was a problem, and you needed to know your role as the CEO, understand what that actually meant. And then number five is that you must value time, right? You must value time. You must understand really what time is, which is uh, it's a testimony that we are here, that we exist. It's, it's like 
us understanding and knowing that as long as we are able to experience time passing by, that we are in existence within this this universe, that it's a testimony back to us. It's like a boomerang effect coming right back to us to say, hey, you are here. You're existing. And the thing about that time that we've got to really recognize more than anything is that time cannot be caught. It cannot be captured. It cannot be recovered. You cannot go back as far as we know, right? Which is why it is so very, very important that you prepare and become very proactive in how you're going to manage and you're going to handle your time. One of the greatest commodities of the entire universe is time, right? But you know it's going to keep on moving. It's going to keep on passing by. And so therefore, when you don't take advantage of how you respond to time, um, of how you use the time that is available to you, 86,400 seconds every single day, when you don't take advantage of that and plan that out, shame on you. Because guess what? That is really what's separating um, the successful from the those who are not experiencing success is that they are valuing time. They understand who they are as the CEO. Um, unshakable faith is in place. They are taking swift and immediate action on their dreams, their goals. They realize that one of the things that they've got to do is really recognize that they can't do everything by themselves, right? And so, therefore, they are clear. They are staying consistent because that someone else is helping them because they are not doing everything all on their own, right? And so, again, um, you've got to get more clear on who you are to your business and who your business is to you, and you've got to decide whether or not you're in the right business even um, because sometimes even then you have to uh, be truthful with yourself and say, if I'm being stubborn about this and this has been going on for years, then maybe I'm just not doing the right thing that I should be doing. And maybe I need to relieve myself and just take the pressure off of myself altogether until I figure this out, right? And so, again, this is very, very important. That's why you've got to be transparent even with your own self because am I saying that we lie to ourselves sometimes? You got it. Absolutely. Yes, we do. We hide from our own selves in many ways when it comes to telling the truth about where we are and where we should be. And so, again, this month is about getting clear. So I pray that many of you are going to have those breakthroughs. I pray that many of you are going to be willing to get into your quiet space and get clear about what it is that you really want, because I want you to have results come December. And as we go into 2023, I really want you to have results about your business. Either money has been made, Either you have made a decision to, you know, turn away from the business you're in because you realized it wasn't what you wanted. Um, either you have made decisions to say no to other activities that you're involved in that are really not relevant to where you want to go, the direction you want to go for yourself. So all of those things are very, very important. But most key right now, right, right here and now, right in this moment of time that you're listening to me, is that you've got to make a commitment to getting clear. You've got to make a commitment to 
clarity. And that's so very, very important, right? So last week, I shared with all of you the definition of clarity. It is clearness or lucidity. That means transparent as to perception of understanding. It means that you're, you're clear uh, on the understanding. The freedom from indistinctiveness or ambiguity, meaning that if you have freedom from being cloudy, you have freedom from not understanding, you, you understand. You are clear. It's lucid. It's transparent of what you're trying to do. It it has been revealed and you are clear on it. And the only way to get clear on anything is first, there must be something in place and that must be your commitment to be clear. Your commitment to be clear. Business guru Amel Jarugi says, a company or business owner who is consistent and the way they market their business, deliver their product or service, and their quality is usually a successful one, right? He says, it's not easy to achieve consistency, particularly if you are a solopreneur or a small business owner, because consistency is the hardest thing to achieve in any business. And that is one of the reasons why it sets those who achieve it apart and why that he is so passionate about helping other people to achieve consistency, right? And he goes back and he says, but clarity It is so hard because consistency, if you are not clear about your business, if you're not sure about your target audience, right, if you're not clear about the things that you want to do in your business, then that, first of all, will lead to you not being willing to be consistent. So your first step is that you have to be committed to being clear on your business. So let's talk about that for a moment. How do you actually get clear? Well, the first thing I want to say, and I want you guys to write this down, the first step in getting clear so that you can become committed to your your clarity is to thine own self be true. Okay? And you know what I'm getting ready to say, to thine own self be true. Yes, we lie to ourselves all the time. Sometimes it's a coping mechanism. We don't want to face the truth about certain things or we say, I'll think about that later, right? But the first step to really committing to clarity is before you get clear, you have to be truthful with yourself about what you're getting ready to be clear on. Do you want to be in the business that you are currently in? I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put the question out there, write it down, get in your quiet space and think about it. Because if you're not clear about that, you can't move forward. You cannot get consistent because you're not clear as to whether or not you want or you're in the actual business you want to be in. To thine own self be true is an old adage. It's an old quote, but it's a a quote that really resonates with me because I always put myself there. To thine own self be true. So you need to get truthful, girl, about what it is that you want in business. I'm talking about business now, but you know you can ask yourself to that own self be true about relationships and a lot of other things that even go on in your personal life as well, 
Okay? So in the first layer of truthfulness, the first layer of getting commitment to clarity is to that own self be true, figuring out if you are really doing what you want to do in life business-wise, right? Very, very key. The next thing that I think is very important um, to committing to clarity is you've got to evaluate why you have not made a commitment to be clear. Because clarity is one of those things about business. When you're clear about business, you are more willing to make a commitment for the long haul and you'll start seeing some consistencies because you are committed, right? And so you've got to start evaluating why have you not been clear, okay? You've got to evaluate that. Remember, you're not evaluating to feel bad. You're evaluating so that you can learn and and figure out that why, answer that, and then move forward with enhancing yourself and turning away from that which took away from you, right? Very, very important. Here's number three as we are talking about committing to clarity. And I think um, one of the things in business, one of the reasons why you can't commit is that you you are not knowledgeable, right? You're not knowledgeable in marketing your business. Okay, so it's very difficult to get clear because if you're not knowledgeable in marketing your business and and therefore if you're not knowledgeable in marketing, you're not even knowledgeable on who your target market is. So you're not knowledgeable in marketing. So what do you have to do? You have to do the opposite. You've got to get knowledgeable, right? You've got to get knowledgeable in marketing, and that's going to be very, very key right, to helping you make that commitment. Get knowledgeable into the right type of marketing for the industry that you are in. I can't say that enough. Very, very important, right? The the fourth thing that I think in committing to clarity um, is that you got to realize you can't do everything by yourself. So in order for you to have clarity, you've got to be able to function in your CEO capacity, right? And many of you have been working as the laborer and the, or the manager for so long in your business that the CEO role is vacant. It has been, there has been an absentee going on with your CEO role. And so as a result, that's part of the reason why sometimes a business doesn't grow is that the CEO role is totally missing when it's supposed to be continuously going on 24-7, Right? And so you've got to become a functional CEO. How do you become that functional CEO? Well, one of the things is is that you've got to create that power team. You guys have heard me talk about this time and time again. But you, you can't function, even though you might be a solopreneur, you can't function on a solo level when you're trying to grow and enhance and generate income into your business. In order to gain clarity and consistency, You've got to get out of the labor role and, yes, even the manager role sometimes and just be in the CEO role in order for you to understand that, okay? And then number five, which I think is is very important, too, as you look at making a commitment to clarity, is that it still goes back to your level of belief. Because a lot of one through four of what I've just shared with you to thine own self be true, evaluate why you're not clear, um, get knowledgeable in marketing is number three. And number four, become a functional CEO, get in the right role, right? 
And then number five really goes, it goes back to belief. Without the right level of belief, it's very difficult to commit to anything, right? And this is when you have to go back and you have to question yourself and to thine own self. Go back to number one, to thine own self be true. So there you have it. I've given you five things you need to think about in order to commit to clarity and, and to really start laying that foundation of getting clear on what it is that you want as a business owner. And to thine own self be true means that you've got to ask yourself that all hard question of do I really want to be in this business? Am I doing what I want to do? So there you have it for today, ladies. This is a very important month as we look at clarity and consistency. Please invite someone else to listen to the show uh, for, for the Mondays in May at 12 noon Eastern time. Thank you to all of the new listeners for being here. I hope that you will continue to listen. Uh, don't forget to schedule your power talk or schedule your coaching if you have not done so. This is Coach Trina Newby with Women About Biz saying take off your shoes of fear, Put on your shoes of courage and, oh, my sister, step so far beyond your comfort zone. Take care, everybody. Love you.